Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. It's actually Wednesday when I'm recording this, and I'll probably just post it today, even though I normally post on Tuesdays. Whatever. We are making the most of it. Today's my day off. It was kind of a weird work week. Anyways, I love you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This episode is going to be really cool. So I was listening to a different podcast, and I was listening to this woman named Shauna Nequist, And she is like an author and like kind of like a motivational speaker, like a cook. I don't know. She's like a lot of things. I'm unfamiliar with her. But she said something like one little part of this interview that she was doing. And it was very small part, but it it like really struck a chord with me. And she was talking about heart versus hustle. And I just want to talk about that because... It really struck a nerve with me and it meant a lot. So we're going to dive into it. Let's get started. Enjoy this episode of The Life of Riley. Welcome back. So first, let me say this. I love my ember mug. I have an ember mug and you might be thinking, Riley, What's the point of that? Just get a Yeti. It keeps it hot. Yes, I know. But when you're at home and you're like me right now, sitting in front of your fireplace, podcasting, isn't it nice to have a real mug? Uh, It is. I will tell you, it really is. And it's a wonderful invention. If you don't know what an ember mug is, it's like a normal mug, but it keeps your drink warm. So like it's got a little heating pad thing at the bottom of it, and it's a wonderful invention. Okay. I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. We are quickly encroaching upon the new year. It is December 29th, and I hope everyone's going to get a good start to the new year. Let's get into it. So this woman, Shauna Nequest, I mentioned, I'll just mention she has a book called Present Over Perfect. I've never read it. I didn't hear about it before this. I'd like to read it now. And she has this idea that like heart can conflict with hustle sometimes. And the thing that she said kind of offhandedly in this interview was she brought up this point about how we so often give passes to people when they're being a jerk if they have a really important job. (laughs) And I thought about that and I was like, oh my God, you're so right. Like if you have a job where you're really giving back a lot to society and you're really like, you know contributing a lot let's say you're like a heart surgeon but like you're a jerk to everyone and it's like well they're so busy she's a surgeon so like that's that's okay that she acts that way or he's you know a lawyer so that's okay that he acts that way because he's so busy and he's so stressed and if you think about it we don't give any grace to people whose jobs we deem not as important or not as stressful or don't contribute as much we have no grace for them when they act a certain way but we give all these passes to people who have these like really important jobs and it just like really like kind of stuck with me because I find myself so often getting into the rut of like oh I'm so tired I'm so busy my job is hard my life is hard and it's like okay but you chose that like you pick that Riley you pick the job you have you pick the state that you live in you pick the car that you drive you pick everything in your life and so don't complain because it's no one else's problem. And I really thought about that. And I was like, that is just so, it just really resonated with me. And one of the reasons that it really like related to my life is 
at work, I'm going to talk about me specifically at work at my job. I prioritize connection with others truly over the job itself. And like maybe that makes me not great at my job. But I prioritize when I come into work, I prioritize checking in with the people that I work with, asking them how they're doing, looking them in the eyes, like hearing about their day. When I leave work, I don't think about, oh, all the work that I did, all the stories that I did, the articles that I wrote. I think about the connections that I had with those people, the conversations that I had. How could I make a difference in their lives? How could I listen to what they're saying and make their day better, make their life better? Not life, not like I'm some big wizard or anything. But I prioritize that. And even with journalism, like the stories that I do, I prioritize, if I'm interviewing someone, I prioritize that conversation that we're having far more than I prioritize the story that I'm going to make out of it. And maybe, honestly, and I'm not being facetious when I say this, like maybe that makes me not great at my job, not a great journalist, not an efficient journalist, but that's the truth. And when I started this podcast, ironically, it's a, it's an ironic name that I called it the life of Riley because really I just wanted to talk to other people about their lives. I just wanted to hear other people's life stories and have them on the podcast and talk about their lives and their experiences because I've never met someone that I haven't been able to have a really interesting conversation with, that I haven't been able to walk away and learn something from. So this heart versus hustle thing is like not letting the the hustle, right? And it, it's such the culture right now, like girl boss, entrepreneur, and it's so fantastic. Like I'm not even going to pretend that I'm not that way in a lot of ways. And I don't aspire to be that way in a lot of ways. Totally. I'm not going to pretend. However, um, what we see so often is people not treating others kindly in their real life, in their regular life, in other aspects of their life. And they solely rely on the contributions of their job to be their contributions to the world. And I just don't see it that way. Like, I don't think that we should be mean to people and then be justify it by saying, well, I'm saving lives in other ways. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a politician. I'm a public servant, but I'm a jerk to my, my neighbor. It's like, that's not, that's not contributing to the world as a whole. It's just not, in my opinion, right? And of course, disclaimer, we all have off days. We're all mean sometimes. We all snap because we're tired and we're busy and we're hungry and whatever. And I get that. But in general, my point is, is like, we should not be prioritizing literally our jobs over the imprint that we make on the people that we interact with every single day. And your attitude, your attitude is 100% in your control. It's your responsibility how you treat other people. And sometimes that's hard to accept, right? Because we want to blame it on something else. We want to say, well, I snapped at the, the, the clerk at the grocery store because I'm busy. I have a lot on my mind. I snapped at that person at work because I'm stressed and I have a deadline and they don't understand. It's so easy for us not to take that responsibility, but it is our responsibility. And while that can be kind of hard to accept because sometimes we don't want to accept that we're making those choices to treat people that way, it's also very liberating because guess what? 
it's your responsibility. It's your choice. You have the power. You have the choice and the power to treat people kindly and connect with them on like a real human level because that's what life's all about. Like life is not about the accolades and the awards at work and the job that you have and the title that you have and the grandeur and the glamour and the money. It's about human connection. And, and while it's hard to sometimes accept that responsibility, it's also such a privilege and so liberating that we can choose to treat people kindly regardless of what else we have going on, specifically at work is what I'm talking about here in this episode. There's this, there's this, you know, this misconception in our, in our world that like ambition and drive is like the best thing that you can have. And I agree with that. Like literally, like, I mean, I don't want to be fake. Like even having a podcast is very much that like, that, that idea of like girl boss, podcast, like whatever, like it's all very much in that vein. So I don't want to like front about that. It very much is in that vein. However, ambition left kind of like unattended, not checking in with yourself can really kind of be a bad thing. <laughs> Because then what are you chasing, right? Like you're chasing a pay raise, you're chasing a title change. And it's so funny because the job, I talk about my job so much, but it's it's kind of because it's like a big part of my identity and my life. And I don't necessarily want it to be that way. I don't, I don't want my whole life to be just my occupation, just the way that I pay my bills. Just, we all have a way that we have a job and we make money and we pay our bills. And I happen to to do it as a reporter and an anchor, but that's not my whole identity. News is not my identity. And I think what can happen is when that ambition kind of goes unchecked, you forget like what what you're really working towards. And it's so funny because in my job, like I was saying, quite literally the way that the job works is you work your way up to larger markets. That's kind of like the general goal. The markets are ranked by like ratings and it's like small towns generally to large towns like New York City is like the number one market and like San Francisco and Los Angeles and Dallas and those big cities are those top markets. And quite literally, the goal of journalism is like winning Emmys, winning awards, that's important to people sometimes, and then moving to a larger market. So like quite literally, you're always chasing in like two or three or four or five year increments, you're chasing the next big thing. And personally, I won't go into detail, but like I have personally sacrificed human connection and and my personal relationships for the sake of like moving up in a career or a job. And I deeply regret it. It's not a good, it's not a good feeling. And so it's just funny because you know, yes, metaphorically, we're always chasing the next big thing, but quite literally in my industry, you're always chasing that next larger market, that promotion, the anchor job. I'm the weekend anchor. You want to move to the weekday anchor. Like it's always chasing it and and you're always chasing the next story and the next breaking news and and never are you chasing that next great conversation with your coworker, that moment of like, hey, checking in, I think maybe you're having a bad day. Like, is there something I can do? And I think that's a real shame. I think it's a bummer. And I think that the more that you focus on chasing and you let that ambition go unchecked and you're not checking in with yourself about what your real human connection goals are, it can sometimes not be a great thing. And one thing that this um, that Sh- this Shauna woman said is she was like, there's this misconception. There's this quote. If you do enough, you'll be enough. If you do more, you'll be more. 
And it was like, wow. I mean, how like true is that? Oh man, I'm getting a call about my car. One second. Hold on. Hello? Hi, is this Riley? Yeah, this is she. Hi, Riley. It's Stephanie over at Service King. How are you doing today? Hi, Stephanie. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. So I wanted to call and tell you the good news. Uh, we got all the repairs done for the Tucson. We finally got those brackets and slapped them on, and she is ready to go. <gasps> Yay! Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. That's fantastic. Yeah, I so know. Driving rentals are always no fun. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, so can I get it today? Yes, it is ready. We um, we washed all the marks that we drew all over it um, with you off, and she is sitting out there waiting for you. It does look like there is a $1,000 deductible due upon pickup, but that's the only thing that would be holding you back. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. We're open till 6, so anytime before then, you're more than welcome to swing by and pick her up. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No problem. We'll see you later. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. So um, if you didn't know, I got, why would you know? Um, I, someone rear-ended me, kind of. They like backed into me in a parking lot. I was in my parking spot and they were backing out of their parking spot, like across the aisle and they just backed up too far and hit me. Um, Anyways, like very significant damage just from being in a Costco parking lot and I have to pay my deductible, which, as you heard, is $1,000. So we love the way insurance works. I don't understand insurance, but I don't like it. Because if it's not my fault, why am I paying $1,000? Why am I paying my deductible when Susie Q hit me and I was honking and she hit me and the claim that I filed is deemed not my fault, but I'm out here paying $1,000? Anyways, okay. Next point. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, this quote, if you do enough, you'll be enough. If you do more, you'll be more like, wow, like how many of us, me included, have had this thought of like, oh, well, if I just get this really great job, if I just make this amount of money, if I just do this project for my boss, if I just have this prestigious position, if I get this promotion, this raise, move to this market, have this home, drive this car, that I'm going to be enough. I'm going to have enough. I'm going to be more. I'm going to be more valuable. I mean, you know, and 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 then you really reflect and it's like, how many times do you do things that go against your heart in order to achieve those things, in order to hustle and achieve those things? Go against your heart to do more, thinking that you're going to be more, and then you do more, and then you find As the cliche goes, the grass is not always greener. So that really, really stuck with me. And this is not like a time management problem, guys. I'm not talking like, oh, you're hustling too much. You're too busy. No time for self-care. I'm not talking about like on a day-to-day basis, like your plate is too full, although that may apply to you as well. I'm talking about a deep like motivation and lack of prioritizing the human connection and the personal relationships that you have in this life for the sake of a career and a job and a job title and not treating people with kindness because you perceive yourself to be too busy, too important, contributing too much, and you you justify it like, well, I am a good person because my job is giving back to the community. 
But are you being kind to the people that you work with? Are you being patient? Are you having grace? Are you giving forgiveness? Are you listening? Do you have kind intentions when you talk to them? I don't always, for the record, but I try. You know, sometimes we feel really busy. And one thing that I do when I feel really overwhelmed is I kind of shut down. Like I don't respond to texts and stuff. And my best friend, Leash, she knows me so well. If she texts me something and I'm like not responding and whatever, she'll text me and be like, hey, I I can see you're overwhelmed. Like, let me take this off your plate. Never mind or whatever. I don't know. She just like, she, she really knows me. And so I'm so grateful for that. But not everyone knows you, right? Like not everyone knows that about you. So if you get overwhelmed and you snap or you get overwhelmed like me and you don't respond to people or you ignore them or you get overwhelmed and you let your house, you let your space become cluttered and messy or you don't work out or whatever it is, people don't always know that that's because you're overwhelmed. People might attribute that to something else. They might say, oh, well, she just has a short temper. She has a short fuse. She's moody. He's moody, whatever. And so, you know, just checking in with yourself and because not everyone's going to be able to read your mind and being honest with people and just prioritizing those personal relationships. And it's something as simple. This is so cheesy, but something as simple as like at the drive-thru yesterday with my Starbucks, I was talking with the guy and like, you know, I learned he didn't really like Christmas, personal reasons, whatever. We're talking about working on Christmas. And it was like, at the end of that conversation, I said, bye, Tim. Like, have a nice day because I knew his name was Tim. He had mentioned it or something. And it's like, honestly, that personal connection, looking someone in the eye, using their name, asking how their day is going, I promise you. I promise you in the big scheme of the universe and and the big wide world of like human impact, that is so much more consequential than anything that you'll do at work that day. Well, now I hesitate to say that because like, what if you're a trauma surgeon and you like save someone's leg? I don't know. Well... Yeah, anyways, you kind of get what I'm saying, right? I tried to end that on like a really punchy like, dun-dun-dun-dun, thank you for coming to my TED Talk, but you know, then I just kind of gave a poor example. Um, anyways, you guys get the point. Be nice to one another, prioritize that human connection, don't let your hustle get in the way of your heart, and I love you guys. You guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy your few last few days of 2021 take on 2022. And I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you next time on The Life of Riley.